am Mike Logan. I am Garrett Elsinger. And this, this better, be better be good. 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 I thought you were going to do it too. You all know what it is. It's a weekly podcast where Garrett and I review a movie before seeing it and review it again after seeing it. And this week we are not giving away your shut. Mm. We're watching Hamilton. Yeah. About damn time. Let's piss off everybody. Yeah, people are really split down the middle about the movie version of this right now. No, people are split about the musical itself. Uh, well, it's it's, just, I don't know about split. That's just like old white guys who hate it. <laughs> well, no, I've seen a lot of black people that are like upset that black people are well, playing now, white yeah. slave owners. And I'm like, ha, what? That's the fucking, I, that's the whole thing. That's the, the real life of one of America's foremost founding fathers and first secretary of the treasury, Alexander Hamilton, captured live on Broadway from the Richard Rogers Theater with the original Broadway cast. And for anybody who doesn't know, the original Broadway cast of Hamilton is made up entirely of minorities, and they're all portraying historical white figures. Um, I love this concept. It's fun yes. and interesting. Yeah, the backstory. You know how like Lin-Manuel, he got this like like done, right? Tell the kids. He, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, was invited to the White House by former President Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. And um, he invited him over, not invited him over, but he was there as part of a big gathering thing. And one of the things he was there to do was present the first act of the play Hamilton. This is before he had a cast or a crew or anything. And yep. he just performed the play by himself for the Obamas. And they were so blown away by it. that all of a sudden, a year later, it was a full-blown Broadway production. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I heard it is very good, so. I own the soundtrack, and it is fucking phenomenal. I don't know where all this hate is coming from. It's... Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, but even people who say that they're fucking left-sided liberal are, like, saying that this is a fucking... See, this is the problem. I'm not going to get into it, but I'm very angry. Uh, I I have loved this for so long, and then I also love Dr. Dre. So I don't know why the fuck... You know what I mean? Like, What did Dre say? I'm are just, you just saying... saying okay. No, that's, that's another rapper that it's like he's... I don't know. I, I It's just like... There's such a fucking divide even between people that agree on shit. I don't understand what's happening in this country. You know what I mean? Well, you know, it's funny because, like, the whole idea of, like, these, like, bleeding heart patriots who are just so goddamn offended that people of color are playing the founding fathers. I knew that that would be (laughs) their interpretation. I did not know the interpretation would be white people who are pro-equality are hating on this concept. I haven't heard that camp it's, yet. I mean, it's on it's on Twitter. I've been scrolling through Twitter because, like, I love Hamilton. So now seeing people that are not liking it and that's their reasoning, I'm fucking blown away by how dumb that is. Before we get back into the topic of Hamilton, I want to bring up one thing that's related to what we're talking about. I watched La La Land yesterday again. Ooh. And um, I, I still really like that movie, but I'm kind of jaded on it now. Mm. Because if you go back and watch it, it's literally a white guy doing a black guy stuff for a whole film. <laughs> yeah. It's literally a white guy like upstaging a bunch of black people in the musical genre that they created. Mm. Like he owns a count, he owns a, he opens up, you know, a jazz club and all the employees are black and all the patrons are black and all the musicians are black and Ryan Gosling's the owner. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that can be a, that can be attested to like someone's love for jazz. Like it's not his fault that he identifies with it so much. I mean also well, Miles- why, don't you, why don't you have John Legend be the lead then? Because John Legend isn't passionate about jazz. John Legend is passionate about shitty pop music. (laughs) 
What? In the movie. Is this one of John Legend's like albums? No, not that. I, in the movie. Oh, oh. I don't I mean like the actor. I meant John Legend, the person. Yes. Why didn't they have John Legend play Sebastian is what I'm saying. Oh, I don't know. Ryan Gosling's a bigger role. Maybe he was like contractually obligated to do it. I don't know. At this point, it just feels it's 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 it weird. Is, yeah, like it feels torn down the middle because on the one hand, I do love that movie. It's a great movie. It's a fucking ode to old Hollywood. We're yeah. fucking cinephiles. It's a great movie. On the other hand, it's a movie where a white dude just appropriates an entire culture for two hours. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, hard yeah. to watch. Like I'm just like there's that scene where like there's that scene when he's singing "City of Stars" on the pier. And like the sun's going down, he's got that hat with him, and he's like twirling the hat around. And then there's mm-hmm. that old black couple walking on the pier, and he puts the hat on the guy, and then starts dancing with the guy's wife. And then like the guy, <laughs> like, then the guy like hits him, and then he like gives the wife back. And I'm like, that's not the most like. That's <laughs> fucked up. I didn't. That's that's more fucked up than the plot of the movie. It's really <laughs> fucked up. Like I was watching, it, I'm like, dude, that's fucked up. <laughs> he just stole this dude's wife. <laughs> All for the power of jazz. Power yeah. of jazz and being a white guy in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's one where it's like you have to take it with a grain of salt. Like, I yeah. feel like it was. At least Moonlight won the ask. <laughs> yeah, right. What year did La La Land come out? 2016. So we were still in Obama era. So it was like pre Trump. No, it would have been, well, yeah, because it came out in the summer. Yeah. So. But I mean, he was still president elect at the time. Yeah. Wait. I'm pretty sure. No, because he didn't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, the election was in November of 2016. He took presidency in 2017. So when he loses in 2020, he'll he'll lose office in 2021. It's okay. we've had. It's funny we've had the same discussion with Oscars. Like <laughs> your movie is nominated from this from January 1st to December 31st, and then the Oscar uh, awards are the next year in February, March, or April. Mm-hmm. It's so funny how everything's like, there's such a lag with everything in this country, in the world. Um, it does seem odd that you have to wait so long to be justified about acting in a movie. Yeah. 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 But yeah, La La Land. It's, it's definitely interesting. When the fuck did this movie goddamn come out? I mean, I know the year. I'm just looking for the date. <laughs> I think it was summer, summer 2016. Late, late, late summer, August. Anyway, it was filmed before Trump anyway. Yeah, well, definitely. So we were kind of living in like a fucking la-la land, if you will. Oh, <laughs> we didn't even know. We didn't even know how good we didn't had Didn't even it. know. <laughs> um, anyway, Hamilton. Yeah. I'm really excited to see this. I like musicals. I would say I just watched La La Land yesterday. Um, I'm 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 excited to see this movie just because of the, the climate that we're in right now. Honestly, the social climate. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I feel like this play was like a pretty big W for people of color. Yeah. Uh, and so like, but I mean we're in this weird society now where like there's been some murmurings in the black community where it's been like, why the fuck are we supporting this play where they're glorifying white people? That's and what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's like the idea. It's the idea. It's the same idea as the N word. It's like we're taking like we're taking the forefathers back for us. Like that's the same thing. So I, I mean, didn't, like, I didn't mean to give you a Nancy. Po- I didn't mean to give you a Nancy Pelosi clap on the video. <laughs> but that's. I mean, I wanted to Facebook that, but I'm like, I'm white. I can't say it. But then you fucking said it, and I'm like, that's exactly how I felt. You're taking the power back. That's all this fucking musical is. Yeah. But you know, people are sensitive. People. It's 2020, man. Everybody wants to be mad all the time. So. 
Let him be mad. Fuck him. Yep. I mean, uh, I like to be mad about the right things, but not fucking, I don't know. Uh, what are you looking forward to most in seeing that you've already heard? Well, I've cried at the soundtrack, so hopefully that happens during the movie. Um, I did hear Disney has d- done the little Disney treatment. They put the little Jiminy Cricket on there and turned some things, so it's like now PG-13. So they took some F-bombs out and shit like that. So What? Yeah, fuck them. Fuck Disney. So that's what we that's what we get to look forward to. Because um, you know so, the forefathers didn't swear, and Thomas Edison really invented all those things he's patented for. For sure, Thomas Edison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't Nikola Tesla that got raped by not Thomas even just Edison. Tesla. Edison has like over a hundred patents, and most yeah. of them are stolen. So, mm-hmm. yep, Edison. People know that. They don't teach you that in school, dude. The amount of shit they drop. They don't. <laughs> I said drop because you dropped your pen. <laughs> The amount of shit they didn't teach us in school is fucking depressing, but... Did you um, see the picture on July 4th of Thomas Jefferson's great-great-grandson dressed just like Thomas Jefferson? No. Does he look just like him? No, because he's fucking black. Because <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Jefferson famously had an affair with one of his slaves. Yes, he did. They also mentioned that in the play. So, sorry, musical. Some people are pissed that it's all musical, not dialogue as well. And I'm like, musical. what? How? Who cares? What the fuck? It's a fuck it. You know what it is? I don't understand people that know what something is and then go into it and then it is exactly what they know it is and then they're offended. It's a I fucking... Can't they just sang the whole time. I can't, I can't believe it's a musical. <laughs> you know it's called <laughs> Hamilton the Musical, right? Oh, yeah, of course. I knew that. That's a fact. When Sweetie Todd came out, 2007, 2008, something like that. Yeah. I remember I went and saw it with two of my friends, my friends Joe B and Joe Wagner. And Joe Wagner is not a movie guy, doesn't care about, like, shit. <laughs> he just went along because he had nothing to do that day. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we, but me and Joe B wanted to really see it. So, movie starts, screen open, you know, credits start rolling. First character comes on, he's on a boat, the, little, the boy come into, like, you know, to land in port. He starts singing. Joe leans over to me, Joe Wagner, and he says, dude, is this a fucking musical? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, the whole thing is a musical. And he's like, I'm out of here. And he's fucking laughed. Wow. <laughs> he didn't I guess he didn't know what movie it was before he came with us. I mean, I wouldn't have known it was a musical from the marketing. I think later I heard that people said it was a musical. Yeah, cuz it's based off a Broadway musical. Had no idea. Mm-hmm. Are is there singing in the trailer? I don't know if I even saw the there trailer. I just There has to be. There might not be. I mean, now I'm curious. I mean, what kind of musical wouldn't have music in the trailer? But that's the thing is, like, I I'm, I don't put it past people to, like, lie about what their movie is to get people. How many times have we seen a movie and we're like, oh, that was poorly marketed because it wasn't what. You mean Drive? Uh, That's a good example. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Sweeney Todd. Demon Barber up. <laughs> I, just, I don't have to type all that in. Uh, yeah, so I'll check it out later. But that was for me and you, not the listeners or watchers. Yeah, Hamilton. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I. I. So I don't know what to expect going into this. So I don't have a lot to say about it. Like I know I'm excited about it. I know I want to see it. I've heard the soundtrack already. I like the music. Mm-hmm. I've seen Lin-Manuel Miranda in interviews and do you know, freestyle raps on Jimmy Fallon. I know he's talented. He there's is. No, there's no reason to not be disappointed by this. There's no reason to be disappointed by this movie. I, I mean, I'm, I've been excited since I heard about it. And I just, I guess 
I don't. Maybe it'll be awful. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I I don't understand the people that don't like it. I, I don't, don't think it's it'll be awful. Unfathomable to me. I have heard people complain though, who have seen the play live, who said it's nowhere near as good as on the phone. Obviously, I'm. You think? You fucking think? Did you watch it on your phone? Jesus you... Christ! Hold on for a second. For some reason, Rebecca's calling me. Oh no! Hello. We're gonna take a break. Hey, what's up? And you got a little preview of my opulent apartment, too. I did. The viewers didn't. All right, let's snap it. The again. viewers did. If they're viewing, I don't know. If you're watching, you just got a sneak peek of my opulent apartment. I didn't good. cut. I didn't keep all this in. I haven't put anything back in yet. <laughs> right now? It's still recording. I've recorded everything, but I'm going to cut it out. You're going to cut out the gay part? Oh, that was good, man. I put a lot of work into that. <laughs> well, that was in here. Now no one has any idea. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's some point where I just went gay during the podcast. I could put it at the end. Who cares? You put out the gay part? You put out the part. Right. Um. Uh, yeah, the penis. All right. A lot of dicks. I'm yelling. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm in a really good mood. We're going on vacation tomorrow, so I'm like, got senioritis right now. Where, where are you going? Her mom owns an Airbnb on the Thornapple River. Oh, that's nice. We're going to go out there for like four days. That's good. Get away from everything. Oh, God, I'm so excited. I'm turning my phone and sitting in a hot tub all the time. Wait, so when are you coming back to film or to record the second half? I'll be back Thursday. Okay. Oh, wait. The episode no, comes we're coming out back Thursday. Wednesday. We're coming back Wednesday. Wednesday? Okay. Yeah. It should be good to record Wednesday. All right. That works because we're going to watch it tonight, hopefully. All, all right. right. Let's get some. Um... Oh, can you do a bold prediction? You, like, know the whole play. Uh, I can do something about camera angles or some shit. I don't know. Okay. All right, let's do let's let's get back into this. All right, Garrett, hit them with their favorite segment. Prediction. Oh yeah! I swear to God, people, if you're not watching us on like on the YouTube channel, you're a fucking you're, idiot. You're really only getting like thirty percent of the show. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, we don't have very many watches. People do not like seeing my face. <laughs> well, at any rate. Um, do you have a bold prediction? I don't know if I have one yet. I have to come up with one. Uh, I'm going to say, so bold prediction. I know what happens uh, in the whole thing. Uh, it's been a long time since I've listened to it, but I have a bold prediction of um, there's going to be a moment where the lights just completely go out, and it's probably b- the intermission. <laughs> oh, a blackout moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. During a play? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a musical! In between every fucking scene change? Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's my bold prediction. All right. It's going to happen like 30 times. Can't wait. I'll be right 30 times. My bold prediction is this. This play is not actually about Alexander Hamilton. That's the dumbest bold prediction I've ever heard. That's my bold prediction. This play is really about Elijah. I'm just kidding. Um, And Peggy. (laughs) All right. Garrett, you want to rate this sucker? Uh, I think it's, I mean, uh, the obvious thing is it's not going to be the best that it could be because we're watching it on a screen instead of real life. Um, two, it's the Disney treatment, so they're going to probably cut some shit out. They're probably going to take some F-bombs. I know for a fact they're taking F-bombs out. It's so weird that Disney just, like, for one, I'm, I'm surprised that anybody would sign a contract with Disney if part of the contract says we reserve the right to completely edit your film or product in any way we see fit, I don't money. know how anybody agrees. How much money are they fucking paying for this? It's like, how much money did Lin Manuel Miranda make to get them to cut out F words from his play? 
it's probably I'm willing to bet it's a compromise on his vision so more people can see it. I think mm. he wants because he's probably raked in enough money to feed fucking several nations at this point. Hey Google, what is Lin Manuel Miranda's net worth? On the website stylecaster.com, they say, according to Forbes, Lin Manuel Miranda's net worth is forty five point five million dollars as of June twenty twenty. Hey, stop. To find hey, out Google. more, look. Stop. Is it funny that they source something that sourced something yes. out? Yes. <laughs> they just source the original source. I know. According so, to blah, 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 blah. According to Forbes. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Google? <laughs> I'm paying you to do the work I could be doing. According to City Pulse, they said that according to Google, it just becomes a complete According to BuzzFeed, they watched a YouTube story where they showed a clip from a USA Today magazine. <laughs> that said, Forbes said that accounts... <laughs> All right. It said, Forbes said that... Punk's not dead. All right. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's he's probably compromising his vision so more people can see it because he has enough money. Um, I hope that the all the cast members are compensated well. I hope everyone gets enough money. It's just – I think it's genuinely that. It's like, here, more people. And also, it's probably Disney paid more for it because they need a bargaining chip because everyone's jumping ship because Disney Plus fucking sucks. So Disney is god-awful. It's garbage. And it's like a I, terrible streaming platform. I remember when they were so cocky and then Netflix was like fearful. And then now, I mean, Netflix. Nobody talks Disney Plus anymore. No, well, Disney Plus, Disney Plus ran a huge problem. Here's what they did wrong. Sorry, listeners, this is off top. You know what? Let's rate it and then we'll talk. We'll come back to that. I mean, we can keep talking about this. Too. Let's keep, let's, I'll, I'll rate it. You'll rate it. We'll say this and then we'll get the fuck out of here. You ready? Got it. All right. Uh, I'm gonna rate. I'm gonna go in. It's not gonna be as good as it can be, but I love this thing. Uh, I'm gonna give it an eight um, out of ten. Uh, I'm gonna give it an eight. Um, Angelica, work, work. Eliza and Peggy out of ten. I'm gonna give it that. Oh. Um, Is that what you were gonna do? <laughs> no, I was not gonna say Angelica. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, um, I think it's going to be really good. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm in a storytelling mood the last couple of days. So I'm really into like a really good story. And I think this is going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to go with an 8.5 as well. Oh, I'm going to go with 8.5. Would you say 8.5? You said 8.5, right? I said 8. 8. Okay. Well, I'm going 8.5. Um, I'm going to go 8.5. Um, declarations of my love. La da 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 that they have that they have the Star well, Wars property. Oh, binging existed because they released the Man- Mandalorian every week. They didn't release it all at once. And oh, oh, that's right. Oh, so shit. they know it exists. They just fucking fucked up every other program on their fucking app. Well, the thing with them too is that everyone hates Star Wars, the new movies. So I mean, those weren't. I mean, once they became available, everyone's just like, who fucking cares? I'll watch the originals that and then they also were banking on the marvel movies coming out and then they'd have like you know black widow they'd probably be gearing up for the next marvel release now 
And it's like everyone has watched all of those things. They sucked Disney Plus for what it's worth. And then now it's like, I guess we'll put on season four of that. So Raven, like what? No, I literally have not. Since I've watched the season finale of Mandalorian, I have not even gone back into Disney Plus. I'm not going to go back in until October when season two comes out. Or Hamilton. Well, yeah, for Hamilton, obviously. You guys ready? Uh, She's not here. Who? Me or them? The crowd? The the audience? The audience. You said she's not here. You said, are you guys ready? I thought you meant like, are we ready to watch the movie? Yeah. I was going to end the segment. So you're talking to the people then. Are they ready? I'm talking to the people. You guys ready? ready? We're going to go watch it. (laughs) You're going to hear an ad and a commercial. I'm sorry, an ad and a trailer. And then we will be right back. Who are you looking at? TV. Oh, your TV's up there. I had no idea. Okay. <laughs> On the wall. All right. Well, I'll see ya. All right, man. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Hey folks, one more ad before we get to the rest of the episode. Um, Just want to let you guys know as well that uh, we are part of the Perfecta Podcast Network. Uh, That is something that Matt Holt and Ross Duncliffe have started. Super great guys, super great thing. It's an umbrella of a bunch of different podcasts that are under it. And some of those podcasts are Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities, An Evening with the Authors, The Sal and Bob Show, The Obtuse Angles Podcast, and Can Do with Bill Duncliffe. And of course, yours truly, this better be good. But if you go to perfectapodcastnetwork.com, you can go check out all of those episodes of all of those shows and, uh, you know, tell them we sent you. Mm, how about that? Find us all on all the social medias and stuff like that, too. That would be great. Okay. Bye. Welcome back! It's been so long. It has. <laughs> for us, not for you guys. You guys, it's been instantaneous after the trailer and the ad you just heard. But for us, it's been literal weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. Due to, you know, life happens, shit happens, and then, uh, then you get back to the podcast. Here we go. It's All right. Here. I, I watched, I, yeah, you should, because prob- yeah. it's probably more free, um, in your memory. I watched it three weeks ago. Well, I watched the first, dude, I watched the first two hours and... 20 minutes two weeks ago and wow. then finished the last 16 minutes today jeez <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was jarring <laughs> I, you think <laughs> but i will say this i will say this I, I i i really enjoyed the play i thought it was very entertaining um i do have a problem with um i'm not the biggest fan of straight musicals and by straight musicals i mean where everything no is dialogue 
Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of that. Like, I I don't really like Les Miserables that much because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I tolerated it in this one. Also, most of the most of the movie was songs anyway, so that really helped. Yeah, because there's a lot of musicals where there's not a, like Les Miserables has like what six songs in it. Uh, there's no dialogue in that though, isn't it? All no, but like all the all the the words are sang. Yes. Unlike in Hamilton, most of the stuff is in song. There is a lot of like you know word singing stuff too but yeah i mean if you listen if you listen to the soundtrack i don't think there's anything that's not on that that's not in the musical so yeah there's there's no like dialogue i mean it's all sang or whatever but it's i honestly think i kind of like when i listened to the soundtrack before i think i just kind of not blacked out but like just kind of blocked out the parts that weren't songs you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like all i remember from the sound because you and i used to listen to it all the time yeah like you got me listening to it and all I remember are the songs. Like, I don't remember the the words between the songs, you know? Yeah, I mean, the biggest example is, like, right in the beginning where it's like, uh, um, uh, God damn it. It's the, uh, it's the, like, you, the, tonight or whatever. They're drunk in the bar. Yeah. They're all sitting, they're singing their, you know, lines of dialogue back and forth. And it's yeah. like, you don't really... The thing that I'll just say this, the thing that I really love about it is like, even though you can black out those kind of things and not remember them really, uh, they, those lines become so much more later in the musical. Like every, everything is specific as to why it's there. So Mm -hmm. like the room where it happened, um, that can kind of be dialogue ish, like singing dialogue. And then later it's like, oh, this is a fucking number now. This is great. Like everything has, it it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And who lives, who dies, who tells your story, like that stuff, it it all kind of echoes throughout the whole thing. It's, it's marvelously put together. I, I just love this thing so much. Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree. I think you loved it more than I. I'm not saying I I like this play a lot. Like I really enjoyed it, but like I do like I think that you just obviously you love music more than I do, which I don't think is an insult. Like you just really love fucking music, and so like the idea that like this would appeal like be right up your fucking alley makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Like it is beautifully arranged, and like I can appreciate it's for me. It's kind of like uh, 2001. Like I appreciate how amazing 2001 is and how groundbreaking it is and why it's so important. I still find that movie really boring. Hamilton, I enjoyed. Like, I thought it was yeah. fun. I love the songs. I get why it's so important. But for me, it was a good movie. Like, I loved... I think, for me, it kind of fell off toward the end. Like, I feel like all the good songs are kind of packed in the beginning. Yeah, you know well, I mean? it's because it's... I I think it's genuinely, to my last point, of it kind of... Um, it's all the good songs in the beginning or whatever, but it's like building to this crescendo. So that crescendo is everything coming together. Um, So it's like, they're not as memorable, but it's because it's, this is going to be a weird reference, but have you ever listened to fallout boy? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So they have a song called high school with white kids, right? I know. Um, (laughs) But there's this, I, I should have asked if you've heard this song. There's a song off Folly Adu called What a Catch Donnie. And okay. that song is one of my favorites of all time. And the end of it is a bunch of different songs that they've had previously kind of interwoven into the end of this song. And it's really beautiful and weirdly meta. And it's, it's, it's all coalescing into this like crescendo of the song. And I feel like that's kind of what Hamilton 
is because by the end of it, it's I mean, spoilers for history, I guess, but it kind of becomes not his story anymore after he's Whatever. kind of out of it. It's it's not even well. I mean, throughout the whole thing too is like it's kind of giving everybody their own equal um, footing. Yeah, it's a weird way to say it, but uh, yeah, by the end it's his his wife basically. It's like she's the one that's gonna actually be the best person in this whole fucking thing, and she's endured the most kind of thing. It's 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 really great. I love it, and I I want to say this too. I'm not even a fan of musicals. I'm not even I'm not even a musical guy. Hmm. Uh. I know. <laughs> Um, it's funny. I um, I want to talk about some standout performances that definitely caught my attention. I remember uh, David Diggs was like really like fucking when that play first came out. Yeah. His face was everywhere, and I never understood why. Like I remember Lin Manuel Miranda was like you know the guy who created it, and he played Hamilton. And mm-hmm. I saw him on talk shows, and I knew okay this is the guy. But I kept seeing David Diggs everywhere, mm-hmm. and I didn't under. And then I watched the play, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. He's amazing. He is. He's fantastic. Like, he is fantastic. He steals every scene he's in, man. Mm-hmm. And it's like the second he's, it's like when you go to like an open mic and a pro drops it. Not saying that anybody else on this play at all is amateuristic because they're obviously all very talented. Yeah. But David Diggs is just that much better than all of them, I feel like. It's like when Dave Dyer hops into Garage Bar. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? And we're all still good on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's just, he's just head and shoulders, obviously, above everybody else. And that's what I really love. Also, I love Jonathan Groff as uh, King George. Dude. I, I've heard the song a thousand times, but I've never seen it, and that makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Well, he, like, gave, he is such a prick. <laughs> he gave us a little of the um, uh, Forrest Whitaker of uh, Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what is it? Uh, um... He um fuck. He reminded me a lot of uh, Dennis Reynolds from Always Sunny. Oh, I can see that for sure. If you watch it again, I told Rebecca at the beginning of watching it. I'm like, this guy, because Aaron Becca posted that Photoshop of Dennis Reynolds on him, mm-hmm. and it's und- it's indescribable. You can't even tell the difference between it and the real thing. Indecipherable. Yeah. yeah, and I told Rebecca, I'm like, yeah, you used to see Dennis, and for the rest of the time I watched it, she just couldn't unsee Dennis Reynolds. <laughs> and it's funny because like the shit he's saying is shit Dennis would say. The oh, way yeah. he's acting is the way Dennis would act. Like, but he was, I thought he was really, really funny, like very funny. He was great. I mean, even that scene where he's like, uh, kind of dancing in the background. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, with like it's... Aaron Burr singing and shit, and then he's just like in the background. <laughs> yeah, I thought that uh, was really. Funny. He was great. My, I think my favorite standout that I didn't expect was George Washington. I can't remember his name. Yeah, he was really good. Chris Jackson. Holy he Really fuck. good. He, I mean, he's the best singer in the entire fucking musical. Yeah, he had, what song was it that he had? Oh, fuck. I don't remember the song. One Last Stand or My Last Thing or whatever. It's, I think it was uh, My Last Stand or whatever. Him but leaving like that Washington. Song, I remember when he was singing that song, I was like, fuck, this guy can fucking wail, man. Yeah, he belted it really good. Yeah, I just never, I've never seen a play where like Lin-Manuel Miranda was so overshadowed, which I don't think he even has a problem with, honestly. He seems like the kind of guy who just wants the play to be seen. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't go into this expecting it to be all these other people's play, which is what it is. Yeah, I it mean- makes It makes sense that like after their first, I think their first initial run on Broadway, the original cast all went on tour without Lin-Manuel. And I thought that was odd, but now I'm like, they don't fucking need him. No offense no. to Lin Manuel Miranda, but like that play does really well on its own with its supporting cast. It's so good. Yeah, I mean, it. God, it's just such an ensemble. And then that's the thing too is multiple people play other 
characters, which I had no idea yeah. until I watched the thing. I'm like, oh, that's that guy. Oh, that's oh, oh, OK. But it all fits it, it all. Everyone does such a great job as I don't know. I, this is such a testament to how talent can be utilized correctly. Mm hmm. It's so bright in my room. This is crazy. This it's never the brightest I've ever seen you on here. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm ready to rate it. I liked it. I mean, oh, oh, oh I did want to talk about. Um, uh, did you like the presentation of it? Because I yes. noticed it definitely switched between um, actual live plays, mm -hmm. and then whenever like the camera was on stage, it was very obvious that that was like filmed the camera. Yeah, I thought it was pretty seamless though. It's incredibly seamless, and I think it is. It's utilized the perfect amount. It's not. It's not just. It's not so much that it's distracting. I think it works to the service of the play. Like that's that's the. I mean, I think I've said this on the pod, but I think that's the best thing about um, directors is that you're not overshadowing the story. What you're doing is you're telling the story correctly, so you're not getting in the way of it. You know, yeah. um, which it kind of i i think Zack Snyder's a better director than he is a movie maker maybe because he his movies are designed to be look how fucking sh cool this is yeah but it's like this you know the story is whatever but yeah. this, the first and foremost is the directing so the directing is the story basically um <clears throat> but for this it's like it good direction i mean and the choreography is like really well. You ever watch a thing where it's a bunch of choreography going on? And you're like, I can't tell what the fuck is happening. Like in, in Predator, a lot of plays are like that. Honestly, the, the Predator, where you're oh, like, Predator, yeah. spatial. I have no idea what's happening. This is wonderfully staged, and um, the camera. Stage. Yes, uh, crisis. Wonder if they could block out enough time to make sure the choreography <laughs> was good. Wow! Wow! You're blocking. Really... You get to get it. Blocking. Yep. Banging on all cylinders. Blocking. My eyes are so, like, if I smile, they're gone. I mean. No, why, are they swollen or something? No, it's just how my, this is the Elzing, Elzinga eyes. We have really big, um, bot, but I, I do that and I look terrifying. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's just, it's so bright in here. The sun never comes out. The lighting um, literally makes you look kind of evil. Rebecca, you should look at Garrett right now. He no, looks, just don't. I don't. Hello. Hi. She said. <laughs> oh, I heard it. All right, let's rate it. I think we're ready to rate it. I think we we got pretty in depth. You can't really spoil a movie that's essentially our play that's like two hundred years old. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't think there's anything else I wanted to cover. Um, the the musical it's just yeah. Yep. It, just watch it. I mean, I the, the do you want to talk about the controversy around it? What do you how do you feel about that? The controversy? I don't think it's a real controversy. I think a couple of people on Twitter were mad about it, and the news made it into a controversy. True. Good. Fuck them. <laughs> it's amazing. People, I mean, who gives a shit? I mean, why do these people give a shit about the, the fucking who plays the founding fathers? Yeah. I I think that they just don't want to see something where they're. Um, first of all, they haven't fucking watched it. Right. Secondly, uh, they don't want to see them exalted or glorified, but they're not. I don't think they are. The only thing that is is the spirit of, you know, trying hard for other people. And I think that that's something that we really need right now, regardless of who is portraying it or showing it. It's 
you know, you need to have someone for the underdog. And I feel like that's what Alexander Hamilton was, as flawed as he was. But it's, I don't know. I Watching it as a comic, it really just boosts me. Just like, yeah, fucking this is, I gotta, I gotta do something. Hmm. So. Makes it real grassroots and shit. Mm. Bernie. Bernie. All right, everybody. I'm going to rate it. I'm ready to rate. I'm ready to rate. People have been waiting long enough. Oh, did you cry watching it? No. Okay. I did not. Uh, I did cry watching the series finale of Adventure Time, though. Like a fucking baby. Oof. I never watched that show. Oof, man. It's a lot to take in. It's like a huge show. It's like 10 seasons, and some seasons are like 90 episodes long. Are you kidding? No, but like the show's got so much lore and like deep character growth. And like, when I say to you, this show has probably about 15 main characters. And by the series finale, they've wrapped up every single storyline. It is the most time. It is the most satisfying finale of any TV show I've ever watched. Hmm. It's really good. It's a cartoon. It's really good. Well, uh, and I know, I mean, we're going to be in another lockdown, so I'm sure that I'll have more time to fucking yeah. watch it. Right. Um, I want to. I like this movie. I like. The, I love this play. I love the music for it. Um, I think seeing it definitely adds to it. Like, obviously, it's a fucking play, but I mean, I know a lot of us like listened to the soundtrack for like years, mm-hmm. being like, "Yeah, this is good enough. We don't need to see the play." And having seen it, I'm like, "Yeah, I get what the buzz is. I get it." Yeah. Like, would I have paid two hundred and you know ninety five dollars for a shitty seat? Probably not. Uh, if I was given a seat, fuck yeah, I'd show up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was really good. I liked it. I'll give it a seven. Which is a mm. good seven. It's a strong seven. A seven. Um, fucking Disney Plus. It's buffering again. It's buffering again. I don't know. It's fucking buffering. Out of ten. That's great. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go full ham and ten. I fucking ten, ten, ten. I love this. I figured you would. Yeah. I love it. it I. I did cry. Um, it spoke to me, and uh, I own slaves now. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I. Uh... <laughs> It just, it hit me right in the feels. I really liked it. And uh, I think watching it really made the soundtrack um, stronger. Sure, and yeah. now, because now I can put faces to the voices when I listen to it. And uh, I just, I really liked it. And I'm not even able to like hear King George's songs again without seeing his smarmy ass face while singing it. I know. How about the, when he spit? <laughs> yeah, it comes like out, pouring out of his mouth mm-hmm. and shit. You'll be back. I had that song stuck in my head for like fucking a week after that. <laughs> That's a good song, man. I'm going to give it 10. Um, uh, I am not throwing away my shot. Out of 10. <laughs> there we go. I'm just like my country. I'm young, suffering, and hungry, and I'm not giving away my shit. <laughs> Oh, God. I don't get his voice, man. I like Lin Manuel. I, I am not throwing I away really my. Nice but his voice is so annoying. It just talks like this all the time. And it sounds like he's rushing and he's running with those rhymes. I don't. Well, he's singing like he's running out of time. That's the high, that's the idea. And if you notice too, um, like the sisters, Eliza and Angelica and Peggy, um, <laughs> Eliza, she sings everything, and Angelica. No. Um, she raps very fast, wonderfully. Mm-hmm. She's really good. Uh, but the I saw this. J- Jackie was watching it on TikTok. But someone said Eliza sings everything um, because she outlives everybody else, so she doesn't have to speed through her dialogue. 
Whoa. Yeah, dude. I mean, some Jackie of the huh? You said Jackie picked up on that or you picked up on that? No, that was someone on TikTok. Oh, damn. Yeah, but there's a lot of analysis that goes in. I mean, it's so much of the, like it it should be repeat viewings too. Because and there's like there's other minor characters that you don't even realize that that's happening. It I I'd like to watch it again, but it'll be a while before I do. You'll have to watch it again soon. Not soon, but sometime. <laughs> Maybe we should revisit some of the old movies that we watched on here, see if any get better. Like Hellboy. Fucking well, everything else is never going to get released. So. I know. Jackie and I have been getting into the James Bond movies. I just showed her Casino Royale and <laughs> Ca Castino Royal, um, Quantum of Solace, and Skyfall. We have to watch Spectre. But I showed her Goldeneye, and um, those are the, like the four we've watched. Um, Casino Royale is the best James Bond movie, hands down. That You can never change my mind. Did she like Goldeneye? She liked it, but I think what the hindrance of that is is that it's a 90s action movie, and we've seen so many more action movies since then. Yeah, 90s. So, um, Goldeneye was my first ever James Bond film I saw. Me too. Back in 97, yeah. 95. Oh, you probably watched it in 97. Yeah, I didn't see it in theaters. Um, but no, I think Casino Royale is my favorite. I think you're right. It's that the best. Skyfall. Like, Skyfall is a close second. Skyfall is The Dark Knight. It is the exact same movie. And it I, is. I hate it because of it. I it's, it's. I don't think it's in my top five. The more I think about it, it it's not. After just watching Casino Royale, you're forgetting it's also Home Alone. Uh, it's well. I mean, it's also Nightmare on Elm Street. That's <laughs> like Home Alone ripped that from Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, anyway. What was I bringing up? Um, we were talking about. You said Jackie watched all the James Bond movies because I said something about something. Oh, cause no movie. Oh, no time to die. Uh, yeah, so that that got delayed, and I don't know when the hell that's gonna come out. And it sucks because Daniel Craig has gotten so shafted by the James Bond franchise. He's the longest running ten year James Bond, the longest running, and he has the least, almost the least amount of movies. I think the only one that had the ones that have less than him Dalton. are Pierce Brosnan, Timothy Dalton, George Lazenby. Brosnan. Four, right? No. Four. Ro yeah. Roger Moore has the most with seven. Connery has six. And um, two, right? Dalton has two. It's It fucking sucks. It's like, dude, he's the best Bond easily, and you guys gave him the shittiest shit to work with. He is the best Bond. Spectre sucked. It's not good. I'm afraid to watch it. Spectre Qu and Quantum of Solace both sucked. Uh, Quantum? Not good. I stood by it and defended it. I mean, it, it had the writer's strike going against it. And yeah. it had uh, just th – they had to rush editing, so they got an editor from the Bourne movies to help, and that's the reason that that's oh, so Oh, I shit. didn't know that. Yep. Um, tons – it's the most expensive Bond movie. It's the shortest Bond movie. And it, what the fuck were you guys doing? Oh, Dude, God, that it's... third act made no sense. Just that fucking hideout in the desert, that fucking glass place. It's a hotel, Yeah. In and the middle of the fucking desert. <laughs> it makes no sense, but it's odd that that's the best part of the fucking movie. It's it like the rest of it is so boring, and then it finally gets going, and it's like the, all the revenge stuff too with Vesper. That's all fucking thrown in after the writers' strike. That wasn't in the original draft. They had an incomplete script. They threw all that shit in to connect it more, and it's fucking like this is the best part of it, and it's thrown in later, and then it feels like it's two disjointed movies to. It's such shit. It, I hate. I hate that I hate it so much. It is pretty bad. So anyway, that's my little James Bond capsule. Uh <laughs>
Well, Garrett, where can the kids find you this weekend? I don't know. Just <laughs> editing a shit ton. My album Slight Return should be out in the next month or whatever, so. Ooh. Yeah. The spe- the the fourteen minute special that'll be out soon, so there's sooner. I got nothing this weekend. You when do you got you got a show coming up though, don't you? Yeah, it's next week. That'll be a next week's episode. Just pump pimp it now. Doesn't matter, it's sold out. Oh well, I mean that's a cool thing. All right, Michael to... Logan's backyard comedy jam is next month, next week, August eighth. Uh, you can't go if you didn't get tickets. Yeah, it's sold out. Socially distanced, fucking. It's gonna be a big old fucking thing. Food trucks and DJ and you know it'll be a good time. Just be safe. I can't go, dude. I gotta fucking. I gotta go down there and logistically like I have to like map out where everyone has to sit, square mm-hmm. it all off, make sure it's all dist. It's gonna be a lot of work, but it'll be worth it. Yeah. That'll be a fun show. Oh, yeah, and it's an all-black lineup. I saw that. Fuck yeah. That's cool. It's really hard to find black women. <laughs> There's two I can think of offhand. Well, there was, I had three. I had Brianna, Danny, and Nardos, but Nardos couldn't do it first. I don't remember why. I think, oh, I think her and her family are quarantining or something. That, that makes sense. Yeah. So. But then Brianna Blackburn and Danny Redwine are still going to be there. There you go. That's what it's about. I'll hit up Nardos and see if she's okay. She's okay. Because she said she's quarantining. Well, I don't know if she's actually. She just said she said that she can't do. I forgot the reasoning why. Oh, she just okay. said she can't do it. I think it has something to do with her just not wanting the kids to get you know exposed to it. I gotcha. All right. Well, that makes sense. At least she's uh, you know wary. There's so many people yeah. out there. Fuck it. What's the story of the day? I mean, today it's Tuesday. We're recording this, but you know the piece of shit that thinks she could get demon sperm or whatever. What? Dude, this story, you gotta check it out. It's another doctor saying that fucking the virus is invented to control and blah blah blah, and her other things that she said is you can get you know, pregnant by a demon or some shit like that, or, yeah, it's fucking crazy. I mean, it's just, I don't know why people are listening to people who are stupid. (sighs) Alright, this was fun. My name's Garrett. (laughs) I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elsinga. And that that was was great. great! Yeah. I love you. Okay. You guys, you guys say love. Yeah, well, I love her. So, <laughs> oh, that's gay. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. Gay. <laughs> I did not know what to expect. <laughs> All right.